for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Uh, dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, April 15th, 2014. This is episode 120 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday night, right here at attackoftheandroids.com. Check it out. Matt Lee, this is Eric Finkenbeiner. What's up, Eric? Matt, it's effing cold out here. <laughs> I don't understand. Welcome to my life, like, ten months out of the year. Uh, also, yeah. where it's not cold, Nick Carroll joining us. How's your 80-degree weather, Nick? <laughs> Not bad. I got down to 42. Oh, no. Whoa. Whoa. It hit like 50, and we were like, summer! <laughs> so, uh, let's start things off. I guess the big news, I mean, not really in Android, but some headlines would make you uh, believe that it is. But in in tech uh, in general, of course, the Heartbleed uh, bug, glitch, uh, error, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's been a ton of articles out. I wrote one over on a new domain you can check out. Just kind of, uh, I, I like to kind of gather as much of everybody's stuff as possible and then, like, decide what's BS and what's not and then, like, put it in one spot with my own uh, thoughts and commentary. So you can find that there. I banged out, like, 1,500 words in, like, four hours between the research and, like, actually putting it together, so... Uh, kind of interesting, if you don't know, um, it's basically a bug in a version of OpenSSL uh, where they do this thing called a heartbeat. It's basically just to keep alive, and somehow in the code, the guy that wrote it, uh, this German guy, he just messed up, and the people that reviewed it before it got committed, they didn't notice it, and that's how open source works sometimes. But, of course, it was caught, you know, two years later. Uh, and it seems like there were people doing scans and kind of monitoring because you can see for the ping. And it didn't seem like it was really being exploited until after the news dropped. So aside from the rumors, conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, that the NSA knew about it and had been exploiting it, of course, they came out and said, no, we didn't, whatever. Um, but yeah, and it's been patched obviously uh and it's assuming that you're using major websites and not you know all of those uh if you listen to last week's yeah we went through some of the odd named websites that none of us had ever heard of that are still vulnerable but of course who's like really going going there you know um but yeah so the the android kind of side of it is that there is <laughs> and i'll i'll just toss out the headline on the huffington post Heartbleed bug puts millions of Android devices at risk. And of course, millions sounds like a lot until you compare it with how many Android devices are actually out there. And uh, what it is, is an older version of Android, of course. Uh, I believe 4.1.1 is the version that had, I guess, this version of OpenSSL uh, in it. So I don't. A lot of my devices skipped four one one. I believe I was on four one, and then we went to four one two, um, or four two two. I'm confused. But 
Uh, there are, I guess, a lot of devices, and again, this goes back to the carriers pushing updates, not fixing stuff. And Google, of course, gets the updates there, and then they wait on it and test it and make sure that it works with all of their stuff. And uh, everyone that's still on 411, I guess you're vulnerable, but uh, Nick, do you know anything about this as far as like you're not connecting to the android phone because it's not a server so is this the ssl client like putty or something i tried looking into and i couldn't figure out maybe you know i really don't know i've tried looking into that i have no idea specifically how running android 4.1.1 makes you vulnerable to this side of things i'm only familiar with like open ssl running on like web servers as far as a server right because if you think about uh, android is nick's in the back end so you could run ssh on it but it's not i mean you're connecting you're not using ssl to connect to that right yeah i I guess basically the software component that's by default installed on there is probably the issue If, if it's something along the lines of that it should be relatively easy to fix and i would imagine it's potentially fixable by using the google play store by uh, downloading a pro, you know, a little fix. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Google's not going to leave this up to the carriers to, to solve this. I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be right. A they real could quick just download. You can get yeah, you know, yeah. You'll see an app so. that's like SSL update or you know something like that. Yeah. And, and it says yeah, um, or- Mark Rogers from Lookout, the mobile security mm-hmm. firm Lookout. Uh, he said that people using Android 4.1.1 should avoid sensitive transactions on their mobile devices because a hacker could exploit the Heartbleed bug and steal their data. He says, yeah. quote, the whole device is vulnerable, so you should be cautious about the kind of sites you use. I'd be cautious about doing banking on your phone. So Yeah, well, one thing I would, I would also say is it's possible, like, Google can update its own services automatically. So it wouldn't surprise me, you know, since the bulk of updates now on Android come to the Google Play, you know, market essentially through uh, Google's store that they can push out an update that way. That's just my personal opinion. But, yeah, uh, that would make sense. It would probably make you vulnerable if you're on the other end of the secure connection through OpenSSL. That's probably what it is. Right. uh, And uh, it says uh, there, there was an article on The Guardian that said up to 50 million Android devices worldwide may be vulnerable. A Google spokesperson said less than 10% of devices run the vulnerable version of Android. So um, they say about 1.1 billion devices are expected to run on the Android operating system this year. But that's, of course, how many are on that, that yeah. bug version. If you, yeah. you believe Google, it's less than 10%. So, but still, that, that's, yeah. you know, that's a couple mil. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the thing about this is like, you know, SSL, Secure Socket Layer, it's basically, you know, an encryption method, you know, over the web, over the internet, basically. And it, it's just a matter of the what this kind of, how do I explain this? You'd probably be able to explain it better than me, but this kind of exploit is kind of random. You have to like be constantly pinging the server, trying to call this information from whatever's in memory. And it's not something that's targeted per se. Like the target may be targeted, but you're not going after something in particular. You're just going after chunks of code that's currently in memory. Through well, it's a random, and it's it's kind of just random. It's 64K yeah. of randomness. So if you were hitting it 
as someone was changing their password or as someone was logging in and assuming that their credentials are still in RAM because once it's in RAM, it's decrypted. So you can just pull it right out, but it has to be in that instant, you know, or it has to still be in the 64K of memory. And that's not very much. So anything the server is doing is going to, you know, move that down the line until it gets dumped out of the 64K section that you're able to get. Yeah, it's easy to exploit from everything that I've read and like watched videos online about. It's easy to exploit. Yeah, they had scripts doing what you can get out of it. Yeah, right. In terms of what you can get out of it, actually get out of it that's useful. It's it's just really weird. But the main thing is it's just so easy for the hacker community to do. And as soon as they they learned about it, you know, they're trying to exploit it. Try to they're learning about it like everyone else, you know. Right. And I will say, yeah, good. I was going to say, you know, the NSA may not have known for it a very long time, but um, you know those guys, like a lot of other large companies, they're going to have this information probably a little bit before the press, you know, outs it, basically. So it wouldn't be surprised if the NSA or other companies or other hackers that may have found about it just before it basically was released to the rest of us that they tried exploiting it. So I wouldn't completely absolve the NSA just because maybe they didn't create this or you know know about it for long so i don't know yeah and on the on the google security blog uh they they say that they've assessed the vulnerability this was written on april 9th uh and applied patches to key google services like search gmail youtube wallet play apps app engine adwords double click maps maps engine earth analytics and tag manager uh chrome and chrome os are not affected we're still working to patch some other google services um, but it doesn't say anything about Android except for here. Yeah. It says all versions of Android are immune with the limited exception of Android 4.1.1. And uh, patching information for this version of Android is being distributed to Android partners. So, cool. But it doesn't – again, it doesn't kind of say like here's what it is in there that's that's doing it, that's getting – Exploited. Like, what yeah. are they using OpenSSL in in Android for? I'm, I'm kind yeah. of curious. It's, it's probably the other end because it's basically you communicating with with the other end, essentially. You know, trading public keys, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's probably the component that's related. So it's right. probably it may not be something that just because you're running this phone, someone's pinging and magically getting all this information. It may be if you're actually taking part in that kind of SSL security. That that's what's causing. It. I, I don't really know. It's unfortunately there's a lot of it that's not out there. Specific details about how it works for you know us <laughs> to really get to. So right, and as always, I mean it's just good practice to change your passwords. Make sure that the site you're using has updated their uh, certs before you change your password. Obviously, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know just just browse smart uh, as always on on mobile yeah, as well things, as one of the things I learned from your from your. Uh, the article that you wrote that you wrote on adomain.net was I didn't realize there was actually a, a Heartbleed subreddit. <laughs> that's surprising to that me. That was that's interesting, and that's where we kind of and again I don't know like how true it is, but it looks like we found who the the person is that first uncovered it because all the original stories were pointing to uh, this Google security researcher. And then these other two people that were working there. But it, it actually ended up being, if you believe this, which I, I tend to um, after looking at everything, 
is that this guy was just like inadvertently like updating web server stuff and came across it. And he also noticed that not only could you pull 64K out, but you could then use that same vulnerability to get yourself a root shell. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, there was all sorts of neat stuff on the, the subreddit for Heartbleed. So uh, all the links to that are on the article on a new domain, which we will link to in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. Uh, Eric says Heartbleed broke his connection. <laughs> He's having. I, I was kind of curious what he had to say, as uh, because he kind of works in in this field, and I'm curious yeah. like how much of a nightmare it made his his day job. But uh, he's he's uh, rebooting his laptop, so he'll be with us uh, shortly, hopefully. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I work at inter- yeah. Yeah, go. Oh, I was gonna say I work at an enterprise data center, and although I'm not directly, you know, in the loop with regard to the people that deal with that in our company, I, I imagine. Uh, the related departments are probably uh, <laughs> looking into this pretty deeply. So yeah, hopefully, anyway, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we got a KitKat update for Google glass rolling out. Uh, kind of cool making yeah. uh, it's prior to this update. Uh, Android community has an article. The XE listing was at 12, one 12.1. So Google has sidestepped mm-hmm. the normal once again and numbered the update as they see fit. This being XE one six. Uh, so, they say quite a few changes. Uh, KitKat will act like a back-end solution to Glass and won't be as noticeable as we find on our wow. smartphones and tablets. Uh, the biggest cool. change may be media, where Glass will now bundle photos and video in an array when scrolling through timelines. Glass users can also reply to Hangouts messages using photos now, either taken in the moment or from their timeline. Cool. Well, you know, uh, kind of an interesting side tangent here is I believe today is the day that you can pretty much anyone can now pick up a copy of <laughs> uh, their their own uh, Google Glass today for only fifteen hundred. You can beta test your very it. own piece of Google Glass for the low low price of fifteen hundred. That's right. And honestly, it, I've I've kind of heard it echoed in some tech blogs, but I I feel the same way that like. Unless you're developing an app and going to get some sort of return other or if you're well off, right? Like if 1500 bucks yeah. is whatever, then do it, do it. Get me a pair yeah. too while you're at, you know, but yeah. if, if you're like me and you and Eric and everybody else, we know you're kind of living paycheck to paycheck for the most part. And that's, that's a big investment unless of course you're going to develop something for it. I'm going to wait for the consumer yeah. version myself, but you know, uh, so Eric's back, Eric, are you, are you? Are you good? I'm good. Okay. Are you cool? Is did you fix your heart bleed? <laughs> little little heart bleed. It's fine. So we kind of talked just, about. Uh, I packed it with gauze. <laughs> Stop the the <laughs> leak. We talked about it a little bit while you were uh, futzing with okay. your computer. Do you have any thoughts? Did this make your day to day a nightmare, or did you not really mess with it? I really haven't messed with it too much. Um, I have the the list from LastPass that I've been going through that where it analyzes everything in your LastPass and says what you should update and what you shouldn't. Or what, and what you should update, yeah, what you shouldn't because they haven't patched and then ones that you don't even need to worry about. Well, and not just That's patched, but they, they have to patch and then revoke certs and then get their new certs, generate new keys, and then you can change your password, right? It's a whole process. Yes, and I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. Um, the, I believe it's checking for known sites that needed to be patched, but also 
it's looking for when they've uh, reissued their certs. Right, And it right. tells you how long that's been. And based on that, they give you, like, an okay to update and a, a hold off. And so in, in Chrome, it's, there's it's a spot. Of... You can, like, force a revoke or you can check the revocation. And I think Firefox kind of does it automatically. Um, on your phone, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. I guess mobile browsers maybe have a hard time. Uh, with that, than than these desktop ones do, but it'll all be fixed. I'm just gonna like play risky business and not even worry about it. <laughs> so we'll see. Go. We'll see. I'm just gonna throw that out there. We'll see how well that works out for me. But I'm I'm not. I ain't changing shit. I'm just, just gonna throw that there. Um. So t- you were talking about glass when I when I was able to join back. Um. I gotta say that the the thing I'm looking at and saying this is a really good idea uh, as part of this update is the whole um, updates they did to photos and videos. Right. Because when you would take, like, let's say that you, um, like for the story that I did uh, with Glass in Cambodia, I was taking, like, tons of pictures. And in your timeline, which is what, what they w- would refer to as when you're swiping, um, like, over to the right, um, each individual picture was a piece of your timeline. So if you got a text message or an email while you're taking these 50 or 100 photos, that notification or that thing is like buried somewhere within all of these photos. Um, so this sounds a whole lot cleaner. If you're, you know, one of the few people that has glass. And then we, uh, we were kind of mentioning yeah. that today is if you're watching this live right now, the 15th, payday, and tax day? No, payday. When's tax day? <laughs> tax day's today. Also yeah, tax day? It so it's payday, it's tax day, and it's glass day. They know when to, like, do it. That's, that sounds great. <laughs> right? They're like, we know you all just got at least two grand back each, so how's about... <laughs> They should have done like like how Amazon does. Like if you choose to get an Amazon gift card, they give you an extra ten percent. Right. Be like, maybe it's not fifteen hundred. We'll give it to you for thirteen fifty if you just send your tax refund up. If you use your Google Google Wallet account as your tax direct deposit, we will kindly just take it out of there, and it's gone. Exactly. Well, I think you were hitting on the right thing um, with telling people that. Unless you're developing or you're doing something very specific where you think you can recoup the cost, it's not. It is not worth it now. Right. Um, it's not it a consumer a product. Thing. No, and you're probably gonna get like your ass kicked if you're walking down. <laughs> you're gonna get it ripped off your face and stomped all over the ground. Well, I it wasn't it. It wasn't in our rundown because it's not necessarily Android related, but the, like there was a story that I was reading earlier today about somebody who was walking through San Francisco. I I don't remember where it was, um, but somebody came up to them and yelled "glass" and then like snatched it off their face. Um, well, this was and... this was a reporter covering the housing ca- crisis there, which a lot of those people are angry at Google and everything. So he's like. Wearing glass as he gets off the train, and then somebody's like, "There's one," and they just like he grabs it and. Well, this is my point. Breaks like it and then runs away. He wasn't even stealing it. He threw it on the ground and smashed it, and then took off. Yelling, "Yo!" Yeah. <laughs> I 
Don't yeah. quote me on that. I don't know That's if he actually cool. yelled YOLO or not, but he damn well yeah. should have. <laughs> Just smashes him. YOLO. I, I I thought I misheard you. I thought you I thought you said he yelled Yahoo and then he Oh yelled, Yahoo Search turf war or something. Somebody angry at Marissa Meyer or something. Still Yahoo! Suck it! Uh, they say the OK Glass command will now display your most used commands first, which should help uh, those who use a few features often. Uh, with an expansive list of commands, it could be easy to confuse what you're trying to do with what you just said. Uh, video calls will be going away, though, which Google says has to do with video quality rather than any user issues, like, you know, going into bars and recording people or whatever. Uh, it says if you have well, glass, it's, it's the... just like live video calls. It's not you can still record people. <laughs> you just can't, you know, call mom and say, "Hey, I'm so, at the bar. Here's my friends." Is that different than Hangouts? So you won't be able to do Hangouts on it? it I, I don't think so. I think yeah, I think that because Hangouts is like a big Hangouts. Hangouts is like a big yeah. staple of of Glass, right? That like that's cool. I mean, they showed that off at I/O. What, what? Not last year, but the year before. Yeah. Well, I think it's a temporary removal, but yeah, some some people have have been using it as not so much like uh, like a hangout, but like, hey, here's what I'm doing and broadcasting. You know, like if you're just going right. to do a solo kind of video. like using it to put their makeup on or something. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've not that's, personally used glass really before, so I can't say. Yeah. What, Eric? I, I bet it'll come I, back. I said that was, a, that was a really weird example about using it to put your makeup on. You I've never know. tried that. You don't use it to put your makeup on? Not necessarily. Add that to the to-do list, I guess. Yeah, like have my tablet here, and then you just turn on the camera and have the front face, and then you can just like put your makeup on. No? <laughs> For the show, you got this HD. I got a lot of makeup on to cover my tired eyes. <laughs> uh, they say if you have glass, the update is rolling out now. If you don't, you can still purchase it for uh, a little while here on the glass website. Uh, KitKat is a natural fit for glass, so they'll be interested to see how much it improves. Me too. Yeah. So, and was the whole like dropping video calls like a big deal? I mean, were, was there like an outcry and a root and custom like previous version of Android ROM for it or what? I would think it's probably the biggest deal. The biggest deal. Because, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I guess if you're using it all the time, maybe that'd be something you'd want to do. I don't know. But I haven't heard anything like, but then I haven't been looking for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't see it as a huge deal. I don't know how many... Like, I think more people are using it to record experiences yeah. versus live stream or something like yeah. that. So I think that it's probably okay, especially since they're saying it's, you know... You know, they haven't said it's not going to come back. Well, and they Maybe said it's... on, like, some of the back-end <clears throat> stuff. They said it's a function fewer than 10% of explorers use, and it's just not living up to their standards. They say, for this reason, we've made the hard decision to remove video calls from Glass until the experience is better. 
Uh, and they added, we don't know when that will be. So. Well, we'll say this. The uh, I mean, it's based off of basically uh, the same chip that's in the Atrix 2, I believe. It's not exactly the top-of-the-line top processing. And I know Hangouts, for example, takes a lot of power. So maybe even on an Android device, a lower-end you know, smartphone may not do so well. Maybe that's the issue there. I don't really know. I mean, it's like a 1 gigahertz on dual-core SOC, if I remember correctly, like a forget the it's a Texas Instruments chip. I forget the name of it. The OMAP. Yeah, the OMAP. Yeah, 4430, and it's like it's not high-end stuff. So maybe that that's the issue. I mean, I remember when using Hangouts like a year or two ago, it wasn't nearly as demanding as it is now. So maybe that's the reasoning. I don't know. Just speculation on my part. Yeah, and any I mean, and aside from Hangouts, like any video streaming thing has just never worked that well like justin tv on android work like crap i mean there there was a ustream work like crap it just i don't know they they need to figure out a better compression or something yeah just but, to give yeah, and nobody was a using share of my quad quad core cpu and it's each of the four cores is pegged at about 50 percent <laughs> so it's like uh just in my opinion maybe the lower end smartphones and google glass in terms of what is out now just may not be able to to deal with that yep all right let's do some rumors these are always fun uh the first one android police the android silver uh rumor this may be they say google's attempt to finally provide a premium android sale and support experience and now when i hear that just like based off the headline to me, it like it rings with what Amazon just did, right? Like, here's our tablet. You can give it to your grandpa, and he can hit this button, and somebody's gonna be there to like help him out, assuming he has Prime or or whatever. That would make sense. I think that would be a good feature to have, because um, uh, there's a lot of people out there that may not be as uh, technically <laughs> uh, skilled, so. That might be a good feature, actually. And, I mean, if you think about it, everything is in place to do it, right? And didn't yeah. Google do something – I forget what it was called, but didn't they have, like, a program that you could be, like, I'm proficient in, like, Android, Chrome, and whatever, and then they would pay you and you would, like, teach people or when people needed help or something. I forget what I that was called. Help outs or something, help, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Version, yeah I wonder if this out. is, like, a section of that Yeah. if this ends up happening. And they say uh, – um, David Ruddock writing on Android Police, he gives this a 6 out of 10 as far as how confident he is. So um, it seems like a good idea. I mean, I I don't know how many times I, like my mom and, and people like that, that they have Android phones, but they've never used smartphones before. So every time like you go over there and you look at the phone and it's just like notifications all over the place and just, yeah. it's like, how are you even using this? Yeah, now you can just tell them, just click the silver button. <laughs> right, and somebody who is not me will help you. Well, it might yeah. be me. I don't know. Is, are they? Am I getting paid? <laughs> How much money can you make? Yeah, maybe, yeah right? I may you. sign up to help you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it says, Android Silver appears to be an attempt to unify the sale and support experience of specially selected Android devices, uh, devices that Google will pick at its sole discretion. Eric? Well, I think that's the cool the cool part of this is that um, so like they they go on to say and obviously this is all based on just these like pictures that somebody took of a sure. document of, of a, a silver Android that may or may not still be going on. 
What's that? A, a picture that they took of a silver android. <laughs> Don't be silly. You know that's Photoshop. There's no such thing as a silver android. It's ridiculous. So it's like it's all inclusive. You know, it's it's you go to the store, you pick one of these five handsets. You know, somebody takes you over to the counter and um, sets you up, make sure all your all your data is migrated. Um, complete the first Google Play purchase for customer. That's interesting. So I don't know if maybe like you'll get some credit. I would assume that they're probably going to give you like maybe five dollars in credit to the Google Play Store or something. Um, and and then like you have the Hangout Assistant, which is what you guys were talking about, which is supposed to be similar to Mayday. Um, but then also there's this Never Lost program, which you know, you'd be able to, they say, locate, lock, or rename the phone, suspend your wireless service, back up your stuff, figure out where your phone is, and they also mention, like, a temporary loaner phone. So, like, maybe I maybe I lost my phone, or um, and, the, you know, I'm getting it back, but it's going to take a few days. They give you a phone in the meantime, like, this is a really interesting approach to to Android because, you know, a lot of these criticisms about, um, you know, iPhones just being simple and you have the, you just go to the genius at the Apple store and he'll, he or she will fix everything. It gives people that same similar experience. It's, it sounds like that's what they're going for. And they could definitely use it, right? I mean, how many of the smartphones are Androids that are out there. Like, so many. So you could you could support them a little more than .py, you know? And it kind of sounds like the thing you mentioned isn't... That's basically Android Device Manager, right? But you're having someone else log in it for you, or what? It sounds like they're taking these things that they've... You know, it sounds like at least the idea behind this was take these things that we've been working on, Hangouts... Um, the, you know, Android device manager that you were just referencing, um, maybe some of the uh, migration tools that they came up with with Motorola and put all of these things together with a plan and a process, you know, that's geared towards customers and helping them, you know, be successful in using their phones because not everybody can be right off the bat. Not everybody, this isn't intuitive to everybody. Right, right. And it's I I mean I I don't mean to like say it like that. It's it's not something like we would use cuz we have Android device manager and but it would be something cool to have for people that aren't familiar with it or coming over from a different OS. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh I think Google's willing to try these new charge for services like Google Play. What, what is it? Uh the Google All Access, you know, music. You know, they've they've had for a while now, you know, they sounds like they're coming up with their own YouTube music service and it wouldn't surprise me if they're if they're trying to find more thing more services more pay for services for people to use so i can see like a silver service where you pay eight or nine bucks a month and you get unlimited <laughs> help support or whatever you know for you know your device or, or android in general so i don't know it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if they go that route i think people are willing to pay it too like yeah. if it, it let's say it was something like that because a lot of us um you know even still today I think a lot of people pay you know an extra 7 to 10 dollars a month on their cell phone bill um if they're in a contract as like the insurance for you know I drop my phone in the toilet 
um, that sort of stuff. So I at least knew a lot of people that had that um, when I would talk to them. So if you could, you know, change that to instead of having this insurance, I have the Android Silver program. That I think some people would go for that. I don't know that it could be successful or not, um, but at least at the outset, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, buy your Google device. You know, pay an extra ten bucks a month for that kind of program, or or pay like if you buy a device, for example, maybe it's a certain percentage based on how expensive the device is. There's a lot of different ways they they could monetize some sort of technical support, you know, service. So, well, if you think about it, they're really good at that, right? They get a little bit of money from all of us for things here and there, right? Like I use yeah. a lot of free stuff, but the things I'm really into, um, music, all access, Drive, you know, things like that, will yeah. will pay for it gladly if they can keep doing that. You can make, you know, a good chunk of change and i'm kind of interested is it weird that they started in the middle with silver as opposed to a bronze or a gold (laughs) or a platinum or a titanium like i wonder if if they're gonna test it with this and then be like and if you pay even more we'll just use the phone for you and telepathically implant in your brain what you need to see (laughs) or something like that you know Well, that actually does bring up a good point. What if they do have a multi-tiered tech support service, you know, a bronze for like a very, you know, three questions per, you know, week <laughs> answered or something like and that. And one you toilet text, drop. <laughs> yeah. You you text your questions or whatever. Silver gives you, you know, you click a button and you get voice access. And gold is, you know, you can podcast with them. I don't really know. but <laughs> I want gold to be all access to all Google stuff, everything. Books, music, movies, all of it. And I will give yeah. you $10 a month. <laughs> I think Google, I think that silver is just Google's nice way of, like, saying beta without saying beta. Huh. Right? Beta. <laughs> gold will be the like, not beta. Gmail silver. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. We anything you put silver on, just assume that now it's like beta. <laughs> like well, that's that. the first thing. Like when I heard Android Silver, like the first thought in my head is, well, what about Android Gold? What about yeah, Silver like, Glass? Not... <laughs> glass Silver. Glass Silver, Quicksilver. I just don't get it. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we'll see what happens. Again, it is, of course, just a rumor. Uh, they say it came from some slides that was shown allegedly to some Googlers, and uh, you can see them here in the article on Android Police. We'll put a link to it in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. Uh, continuing with some rumors, Android 4.5, uh, another leak. Uh, this is Sam Loveridge writing on trustreviews.com. Points to moonshine design. What does that even mean? <laughs> It's like, you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember back in the day when we were all, I think, was it XP we were using? And, like, somebody leaked online a copy of Microsoft Longhorn. And it was like, you could install it and look at how different it looked. And all it really did was had the gadget bar. I think Longhorn turned into Vista, right? And so you had that gadget bar. And it was totally different from xp and everybody i remember like online was like installing it and being like it doesn't work but it looks so cool because it's just different and that's kind of what this reminds me of there's this screenshot with the clock like that's this is longhorn (laughs) this is google android longhorn 
Yeah, you know, and on a tangent, yeah, this was way out there tangent. I was I was kind of surprised gadgets kind of went away in the whole Windows ecosystem. But anyways, weren't they mad exploitable? Like you could write just like three lines of script into a gadget, and it would just be all yours. I turned those off when I yeah. heard about that. <laughs> you know, at, back I never in the used day, them. I, but, yeah. I turned them all off myself. But right. now that I'm used to like widgets on an Android device. Seems like not the same was... thing. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> Widgets shouldn't take up like thirty-eight percent of your system process. Yeah, well, that's how Microsoft works. Well, so. yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> if we're not gonna use it, you're just yeah, you weren't using it. <laughs> you weren't using <laughs> You weren't using it. Said no. the Bitcoin Stitchy. miner malware app. <laughs> you weren't using it. I made you know, money. It's at home. Yeah, that's cool. I'm looking for ET. <laughs> One hell of a clock app, yeah. Uh, it says the leaked screenshot seems to introduce a slightly flatter take on Android, similar to the changes made with iOS 7. Uh, the icons presented in the Moonshine leak have been redesigned to more closely resemble the web iterations used already by Google, uh, as seen here. And I think I could probably just show you. Uh, maybe, oh yeah, it's on here. Okay, ready? Boom! Look at those icons. <laughs> oh my god. They look a little childish. I'm not sure. You don't like idea. it? It's play schooly. It's very pastel. I like the round Google Plus uh, icon. I like the photo. It's kind of the same photos icon. Music. I mean, of course, flat. Playbooks. I hate to say it, but it kind of reminds me of TouchWiz. A little bit! Oh, they're going to get oh, sued! God. You're going to get sued! Change it quick. Change it now. Uh, it's all right. I mean, here's a list. If you're watching live, you can see these, or if you're watching the video after the fact. Um, I mean, where I like else do Gmail you go, right? Yeah, like, like the new Hangouts. Yeah, the Gmail one looks good. Yeah. yeah Hangouts isn't bad, yeah. I like yeah, the I Google Plus one, but I mean, like, where else do you go? I mean, this Moto X with this version of Android is like, perfect there's nothing else that i can think of right now that i would be like man i wish i wish it looked different i like the way it looks i like the way it works and and i get you can't just keep the same thing for it it'll it'll evolve but being so satisfied you you say you had the same song and dance about the uh galaxy nexus no i didn't that so thing turned into fun. a laggy pile this is running really well and i haven't even rooted it or anything this is my favorite phone ever Sitting squarely between the Transformer Prime and the Galaxy Nexus. Yeah, I have, I have, the, yeah, the Nexus 10 and this piece of crap. Have you guys seen these little oh, Galaxy? Yeah, the tab. Ta- oh my god! Is that the Tab Seven. The Tab Three. Uh, yeah, it's the small one, but it's like the third. Yeah, this yeah, is tab my three, seven inch. Got it. Yeah. This is my work tablet. It's my second one. Because the first one I got like had mad antenna problems and it would disconnect oh. all the time. And at work, if you don't have internet, because they they didn't make an actual app, it's just a web app. So yeah. like, if they you're not connected, you can't do anything. So yeah. I like one thing banged I like... it and broke it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the one thing I like about it, I played with it at the at the local Best Buy. Is I like the size of it. It's actually very. Uh, space efficient for a seven inch tablet. It's more space efficient. It's like the same width and. Uh, depth as the Nexus 7, the new Nexus 7, but it's a little bit shorter. Like the 
top and bottom bezels in portrait mode are much thinner. So I'll tell you, I've cool. kind of taken over this thing. And look, I mean, we have these cases on them, which are kind of cool because nice. it, like it'll cover it. So now it's just like a a frisbee kind of. But um, <laughs> so I made a Gmail account just because I didn't want all of my stuff on this thing because I wasn't gonna use it. Um, but then when I got the new one, I couldn't remember what the account was. And I couldn't res I couldn't do anything. I was like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna use mine." And now I'm kind of like starting to use it for stuff, like playing threes and stuff, because my tablet doesn't have internet. This has AT and T yeah. LTE, which is different than my Verizon that I usually use. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of cool to have, but it's it took me like an hour to go through the apps and turn off all of the all like the Fandango yeah. and kids and this and that, and like I turned it all off, and now it's just. It still looks goofy because it's touch whiz, but right. now it's like it's like my girlfriend and my roommate's phones. So I'm 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 getting a better understanding of touch whiz <laughs> and where they put everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Do you think this is how how legit would you think th this is? I mean, is this just some Photoshop shit or what? I'm kind of thinking no, that it's not legit, but we'll we'll see soon enough. Yes, we will. I O. Legit. You think so, Eric? They they leak this crap all the time, and they're probably doing it themselves. Well, it builds to, buzz, like, right? It, like reaction. Yeah, you got to feed yeah, the machine. Actually, Eric's probably right. They're probably you know okay. What are people? <laughs> what do people not like? Everyone's liking this whole Gmail icon. We'll keep yeah. that. Oh, they don't like. Yeah, that makes sense. People shine silver. That's all it is. People really <laughs> enjoyed the new flat look of iOS. Let's do that. Oh yeah. You know, the flat look with iOS was okay. It was those colors. Well, yeah, yeah colors, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the past. Well, my whole personal opinion on what Google's doing with Android and Chrome actually is kind of making them look a little bit more like each other, more like the whole card UI stuff. I think they're right. focusing a lot on on that. So I think that's the direction Google's going. And this kind of kind of is going that way if you look at the icons, but I don't know. I, I'm a little bit skeptical, but... Eric's dead on about they do like to leak stuff. So, <laughs> leaky leaky like a sieve. <laughs> it builds it builds hype though, right? Like you can feed yeah. the news cycle and build up buzz throughout the week, and then it it ends with here's Google I/O and here's free crap for everybody. And yeah. Look at our and new Google? cool icons. Yeah. Somebody yeah, got IO's paid. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I/O's coming up soon. So yeah, they need to get on that. <laughs> Oh, what do you think? The how about the? Do you guys want to talk about the Java, Android story now? I don't think I've. I don't think I. I don't oh, think I've fully picked the, up on this. This is thing. more. Uh, this the is stuff Java coming button? out in Discovery, right? For the the court case. Yeah. So I I think I'm getting something mixed up because was there was there a part of the story where like after the iPhone launch, somebody had emailed somebody else and said. Hey, you guys need to look at the new iPhone. Was that part of this, or was that a different story? That might have been part of this. I don't know. <laughs> so tell me, what happened from somebody who got to read the story? Did anybody actually read the story? I scanned it. I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, but... that's good enough. Go. <laughs> yeah, no, Jeez. it was it was basically <laughs> Google changing course on the design of their uh, their phone after the the iPhone launched. They were going to have basically a Java button on the phone 
for whatever reason I can't figure out. Because Java's <laughs> amazing like, and should be everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, they uh, they changed course. Like, you know, Samsung changed course apparently from keyboard-based, you know, smartphones like everyone else did to really just a, what, we're, what we're used to seeing as a smartphone, just a big old glass screen, you know, with the touch interface, so... So in 07, right, the iPhone comes out. Google gets Android in 05, which was, they say, an offshoot of Danger, which was a Java platform that ran, like, the Sidekick, uh, the T-Mobile Sidekick slider. Uh, They say both Danger and Android were founded by former Apple employee Andy Rubin. Uh, And then in 06, it says version .91 of the Google's project definition for Android completed July 6, 06, was not an open document labeled Google proprietary and highly confidential. Uh, The document outlined a product that, quote, will at a minimum support a keypad with the following keys, numeric, star, pound, send, end, home, back, two soft keys, five-way navigation, Uh, And they say beyond that, the required physical keyboard identical to Windows mobile phones of the period, Google also noted that touch screens will not be supported. Nobody wants to touch a screen. You just get it all, like, greasy and everything, right? Uh, They say the product was designed with the presence of discrete physical buttons as an assumption. However, there's nothing fundamental in the architecture that prevents the support of touch screens in the future. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think the issue back then was we weren't using capacitive touchscreens. We were using I forget the name of it, but it was the old school, like what the uh, little Nintendo with the stylus. Port- yeah, it was like uh, not capacitive. I have but, those yeah, phones. Really, really <laughs> non-capacitive. Yeah, we'll go with non-capacitive. I like that. Good, good job. <laughs> Better than me. I actually think that's what it's called. <laughs> and then in 07, Resistive. they Resistive. went from non-capacitive. To capacitive, and it was brilliant, and everyone yeah. threw their styluses away. And... They took off the non, and it worked. Right? <laughs> How yeah. innovative. Flip yeah. the one to a zero, and then throw out that stylus. That's right. So, yeah, but I mean... Just because you guys the... weren't fast enough to Google it. <laughs> he totally did. Oh, it's non... Right. Now, I'm going to say it like I knew it the whole time. It's very yeah, good, Eric. Of course we knew it. Good job, Eric. We're, we're so proud of you. Yeah. Very uh, good, Eric. Uh, well, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. You can check out the court papers if you're into that kind of torture. But uh, <laughs> They say uh, Google planned to essentially use existing reference designs for Windows Mobile smartphone hardware and install Android as Sun's Java Mobile running on Linux. The 06 definition flatly specifies the platform will be compatible with Java Micro Edition uh, Java ME. So... Uh, there you go. Uh, Humble Mobile Bundle 5. Now, this isn't the Humble Bundle that has the ones on the on the computer and the phone, right? This is the Mobile Bundle. Yes. 13 this, this days. is the Mobile Bundle, so it's only mobile, only Android specifically. The Room, I played the first one. Haven't played the second one yet. That's the only one I'm really an R-type, I guess, was cool on Nintendo back in the day. Yeah, I remember um, that from a million years ago. Yeah. Right? It was super hard time. It was cool. Uh, 13 days left. They've sold 25,682. Cool. 83 as of right now. <laughs> so I'm going to throw out there that you that folks should get this just so they can play Carcassonne. Um, have you guys ever played this, like the actual board game? No, no. What is it? So it's, it's, it's a really fun board game that... Um, 
it, like it has all these tiles. And part of the game is each player laying down a tile. So the actual game board uh, is different every time. Um, and the whole idea is like you're laying down these tiles and you're sort of building a map. And you can you have a, a set amount of like people that you can put on the map. Like so if I if I put somebody on part of a city um, and I'm able to lay down tiles and complete that city, meaning like have borders all around it, at the end of the game I get points. Um, it's a very fun game, and it, I think the app on Android, uh, which is totally worth it, is like four ninety nine. Nice. So if you were to pay four ninety nine right now on the humble bundle because it's I think it's like four seventy nine is like the ultimate unlock everything. You would get not only Carcassonne, but the Room 2, the Cave from Double Fine, um, and supposedly more games coming soon. So, like, th- I think this is probably the nicest mobile bundle that they've done. Well, Eric, people have to agree, because now 25701 So, hey, <laughs> nice work, you. <laughs> hey. But, yeah, that, that is cool. And even if you're not going to play them, like, just support the developer, because eventually there will be games you want to play. Yeah, I, I remember this now. I, I never played it, but now that I ha- did a quick Google search, although not as quick as Eric, <laughs> it looks very familiar. No, Eric's cool. internet is very fast. <laughs> For Google searches. That's His Google mean. searches no. using the Lynx text browser are lightning speed. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of apps, before we do our app picks, you want to tell us about the new Walking Dead game now available on the Play? I need to get this like, on right the play. Now. Is on the play. Yeah, this is. Was this the one that was the exclusive so, on the shield that we talked about last week, or was that something else? Am I confused? I might be confused. No, you're confused. You're thinking about uh, they announced Portal. Yeah. Oh, right, right. I am confused. Okay. That so this one some... uh, was for the longest time exclusively on PC. And it it gained a lot of popularity, I want to say, like, last year or uh, second half of the year prior um, for just being, like, a really good game. Um, sort of, like, it's it's based in the universe of The Walking Dead, um, but it's not, as far as I know, it's not the same characters. Um, but the, uh, Telltale, um, who are the folks that put this out, they may, they've sort of started making these games to where it's, like, point-and-click adventure um, but you have, like, really difficult decisions, and uh, specifically you might, like, often come across decisions where uh, you have to make them very quickly, um, and neither of them probably seem like good decisions. Um, <laughs> but all your decisions at the very end, you know, they they amount to something. They come back um, to haunt you is so basically what he's trying to tell you. Pretty much. And there's multiple episodes, too, Um so if you were, you know, following along as they released them, like you would do one episode and there'd be like some sort of like cliffhanger and then you're waiting months and months for the next episode, you know, the next installment of the game to come out. Um, so this is all actually all the episodes from season one, if you will, which I think is like five and then there's like an additional thing. Um, so yeah, so they're giving you the first one for free and then if you want to buy the individual ones, uh, it's five dollars each, or you can pay fifteen and just get all of season one. You know what's cool too? It supports art. Does it? It does now, apparently, because the latest thing says bug fix fixed for crash when using art. <laughs> so it <laughs> now that might. Is funny. It might. 
<laughs> Why not? For sure. I'll bet that this would be really fun on your Nexus 10. Or yeah, even I'm, the, I'm even the Fire. It. I'm getting it right now. I'm going to put it on my work tablet, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to download Do it. it, too. <laughs> That's cool. So it's uh, not I like a dead trigger. It's not like dead trigger where it's first per or third person or first person or whatever. This is like Dragon's Lair where you're making choices. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. I, I don't. I can't remember ever having played Dragon's Lair, but I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> are you Think kidding me? How old are you, <sighs> Eric? I just didn't get to. I had a Tandy for God's sake. Wasn't there an arcade I where you lived? Classic concentration. Didn't you have what? an electric no. Ladyland where you lived? Are you familiar with the arcade? Am I older than no. you? I thought you were the eldest on this show. You're a little. No, you're older than me. Am I? Old man. I don't like how uh, you said that. Yeah. I don't like your tone. Just I'm, I'm actually older than both of you, unfortunately. Are you? Okay. Well, you're yeah. you're the eldest. Me down. Nick, do you remember Dragon Slayer? No, I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, Nick speaking of apps. Nick the one with the two paddles that knock the ball back and forth. <laughs> Pong. That's the best. I have Pong for Android. No. Uh, let's have a threes update, please. Speaking of things I'm not pleased about. So after last week's episode, we all installed it. I got Bob to install it. Like, we're all just playing threes. And just getting excited when we get 192s and then getting completely not excited when we see that our scores are, like, under 2,500. <laughs> I don't get how you guys are up over, like, 5,000. Maybe I'm retarded. I've also it's, noticed... I'm not up over that. I've also noticed everyone that's in, like, the way, like, first through 10th place, they're all, like, programmers and coders and math nerds. I can't compete with that. Come on. <laughs> I think they're just jerks. My highest score is 3,260. I can't break 25. I, I don't... It's so difficult. I think that I, I like, accidentally combined. Like, I, I got, like, two 192s or something. I, I don't know. I slipped in and out of consciousness. They trick in the you, of it. right? The key is I found, I'm going to give away my strategy here. You get rid of all the twos and the ones as much as you can. But then you'll get to a point where you get excited because you have two 96s. But as soon as you put them together, then the game is like over three moves later. So you got to fight that urge and just like, just, just take it slow. Take it slow. This game um, makes me sick. I'm, Shane, like, you're talking about it, so I started playing it. Shane is destroying <laughs> us all, I'll say, just out of our circles. So there's that. Uh, also, 7x7 seven seven we've uh, all been playing. And I was kind of doing good there, but now I'm not even doing good in that. So I'm pretty much just going back to Shadowgun Dead Zone. <laughs> you guys could... Yeah. To be fair, Shane is a machine. That is true. Shane is a machine. We'll have to ask him about his strategy uh, if he joins us next week. Awesome. All right. (laughs) Threes and seven by seven. Put us in your circles and uh, we'll play. So, at picks this week for episode 120, Eric, start us off. Okay. So, my at pick is Family Guy, the quest for stuff. And I picked it because I really enjoyed it. Um, did you guys ever play The Simpsons? <laughs> and we're getting sued. No, no. And we're back. And we're back. Woo! No. no the, so did did you guys ever play The Simpsons Tapped Out? No. No, I've seen. I've seen. Very, yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Oh, no, I was going to say, I've not played it myself, but I've seen uh, some videos of it, and it looks uh, pretty fun, so, yeah. Well, the idea is it's sort of like, you know, it's a top-down world builder, and inevitably, I, I put a link to the YouTube video, um, which for this one is really funny. Um, the idea is that you've you've done something that has destroyed the town, so you have to rebuild the town. And as part of it, like, you know, you build... You build Quagmire's house, so Quagmire shows up, and then you're you're doing quests with him, which is like you know, a lot of it's like time gated. So, um, for example, uh, you know, let me launch it here. Um, one of Quagmire's uh, one of Quagmire's like moves moves that you can do is like play with the gerbil, and you know, like a, a gerbil comes out of his pants and then runs around and then climbs back in his pants. Very good. Um, yeah, it's. It's just a lot of really stupid humor, but it's fun. Um, now they push the they push the micro uh, transactions a lot. I have not spent any money on this, and I'm still having fun. Um, but I know that some some folks who have reviewed it have said that like you know the developer would give them like the equivalent of you know a few hundred dollars in in-game currency and they would just blow through it just because at a certain point they got so bored of waiting that they just had to spend the money to keep going um, so you know just I think that if you if you just play it and you can not spend any money and you're still gonna have fun you know what that sounds like crack addiction tell me Crack. It's a crack addiction, right? I like, don't spend it. Man, you gotta hurry up. You gotta, you know, it's oh, it's terrible. Cool, man. Well, right Family now, guy. my uh, cracked out Peter Griffin is doing intense shabooping. So very good, very good. good. Lots yeah. of movie or not movie. Uh, lots of Family Guy references, obviously. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick, give us an app pick. Yeah, but before I start, I just want to say it is kind of cool we're seeing games like you know South Park and Family Guy based on the uh, these franchises. So I think that's kind of cool. I think it's and, cool. I just wish they would make them better because I maybe it's just me. Like I don't like that style of game, like Tapped Out Simpsons one. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not into that. I don't. I don't know. So uh, the app pick that I've got is uh, called Dead Effect. It's by a company called Bulky Picks. But it's a free app, a free game you can get on the Play Store. And it's one of the first-person shooters like uh, Shadow, Shadow Gun and uh, others of that type, uh, Dead Trigger, th- that. But basically, it's one of these, you're in space, you're fighting zombies. It's one of those kind of <laughs> first-person shooters. But uh, it, it's free. You can pick it up. It's very uh, good-looking. It's, it's probably one of the better-looking uh, video games out there for Android uh, but also there are versions coming out for Mac and PC, like on Steam, and even that looks really good. So uh, I've been playing it here on, on my Nexus 4 or trying to, but I'm not terribly good at it, at least on a touchscreen. I'm pretty horrible with first-person shooters you know, on, on the actual touchscreen. But uh, there is controller support, uh, so you can just use any old Bluetooth uh, controller. with. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, the the visual effects are really good from what I've seen so far. The music is, that it's playing is uh, in the background is pretty good. Like it's very uh, ominous. It, it fits, you know, the uh, play style of the game. You know, space zombie thriller. I don't know what you call it, but uh, 
that's basically it. it oh, it also has Google Games inter integration, so it, you, like many of the new newer games coming out now, uh, you, you can uh, track your results, you know, and share it with others uh, on the, you know, in G+. So that's basically it. I, I like it. I'm not terribly good at it, but I recommend you try it out. You know, it's free. I haven't run into any, like, ads yet. <laughs> I've only played it for about a half hour. haven't got very far, but uh, it probably uh, when you get to the point where you die, that's probably where you're going to see ads. So, But anyways, that's basically it. Uh, check it out. Nice. I was just checking Google Play, and they have a section right now for free and discount music, and you can get your very own copy of Rick James Super Freak for free. <laughs> so that's not my app pick, but it should have been. Tell you what. Uh, now, I got a game. It's kind of fun. It's called God of Light. Uh, and basically, it's like lasers, and you're moving this thing, and it reflects off things, and you have to make it reflect and get all of the crystals, and then you go to the next level and get three stars. I don't know. It's one of those games. But I've been playing it. It's pretty fun on the tablet. You just kind of turn the thing, and it like moves the laser beam or the light beam. You give it life. So check that out. God of Light for all of you Game of Thrones people. I don't know. I don't know who's going to play this. I, I'm going to play it, but then I'm going to play The Walking Dead, and then I'm probably going to have to play Dead Effect because that sounds awesome. So, All right, anything else? I think that about covers it. If people wanted to email us, where would they do that? Well, Matt, I think that they would open up their web browser and go to their web-based email and they would type in to show at attackoftheandroids.com and the subject line um stuff very good then with the subject line of stuff uh, attackoftheandroids.com that's our site check us out we're on stitcher itunes all the places you would find podcasts uh, and you can subscribe in itunes or ask a review we appreciate that Leave us a message, 406-204-4687, and we'll see you tomorrow night for Yat, and then back here next Tuesday for another Attack of the Androids. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.